You're listening to Paco Radio, brought to you by Senol on FNR, Football Nation Radio. Hello and welcome back, Paco Radio. It's been gone for a little bit, but it's back here on FNR. We will be here weekly. I'm Pure Frimpong and... Uh, of course, when we've got the return of Paco Radio, we've got to have the big boss in. Mm. Lou, thank you for nah. thank you for coming on this week. Obviously, lots of big changes have been going on in the club. Can you just take us through it and what it's been like at the start of the season for Pascaval? Yeah, sure. It's um yeah, we made a we made a coaching change um last week. It's obviously not easy. Yeah, it's um it's always a, a, a tough moment. You know, in, in a lot of in a lot of ways, a sad moment. But all I can basically say about it, we just thought it was best for both parties that we move on, and and that's what we've done. And uh, I just wish Alex and Oliver both all the best. They 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 committed them to themselves to the club fantastically. They they worked very hard, and um, I've got nothing but good things to say about them. And I just want to wish them all the very best. Um, in their future endeavours. Um, with that, what we've done is we've put in a caretaker coach. Um, we've got a gentleman that's been at our club for two gentlemen that have been at our club for about you know ten, ten to fifteen years um, in some capacity, some way or other. We've got um, we've got um, Vinko Buljabasic, who was an ex NSL player, an ex coach himself, um, who was also our football director to step in as a caretaker coach. Um, and also Nick Georgopoulos, who was um, another another gentleman that actually played for our club back in the day. His kids have played for our club, and he's he's currently um, the assistant. So with those two there, we, we believe we're in good hands at, at the moment, um, and um, we are looking for, for a coach. Um, they are caretakers at the moment, but if, a, if the right coach arises, we'll go for it. If not, we're, we're still happy to stick with them too. I think uh, something a lot of fans will want to know is: is there a kind of a timeline that you guys have set for yourself in finding a, a, a new permanent coach, or yeah. are we just kind of seeing how? It well, goes? well, because because of the experience of these two gentlemen in football, um, we don't feel um, that we're in a position where we're super, you know, desperate just to make a decision, just to make a decision. Um, we want the decision to be right for the club. We want it to fit. We want it to to come in and have an impact that we we desire and. Um, and that impact will be to to hopefully come freshen the place up a little bit and and, and see see where it goes from there. Look, we've got a very talented squad. We've been very unlucky with injuries this year. We've had a huge squad, and we're right down to you know we've been very very unlucky with injuries, suspensions, and all these things are happening. Um, so I think we need a you know we need something fresh. And um, like I said, because of the experience, I mean, Vinko has coached. He's won a state league uh, two title back in the day when we played with him when we were state league two with North Geelong. He's coached in the Victorian Premier League before with Whittlesea Rangers. He's a person that's super well respected around the club and around football circles. He's got a very good football brain. So it's not in a situation where we've just brought you no know, disrespect to another twelve coach, put another twelve coach in, and let's just see how it happens. You know, someone that hasn't coached. Yeah. Senior football, so you know, Vinko's never put his hand up to coach at the club because he does have kid a kid there. So, um, but he's helping the club out at the moment, and until until that moment, well, I mean, trainings. I was been in training the last couple of nights. It's been very good. Been you know upbeat, and, and you know we had a tough loss on the weekend. Um, um, you know we copped two 
you know, got five goals uh, from errors. And um, but that's okay, and that's what happens when you're in these situations and you haven't won a game for for a little while. These things happen. But we are at a club. We've got real belief in ourselves, and and um, we're not. We're, we're just we're just really happy where we're going to end up. We believe we're going to go in the right direction, and we just um, just need some players back, and it'll all turn. Is the turn for finding the the next coach of Pascoe Vale? Mm. Is that about finding somebody who sees the long term vision of the club, or uh, is that next coach just? Someone with the, you know, is just short term. Yeah, no, no, we want we want someone long term. We do we do want someone long term. Look, you know, I've been um, a president or involved in administration of the club for twenty five years. You know, when when we were there, we had two teams. We had a senior team and 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 a and a reserve team back then. And um, this is my third coaching change that we've made in a mid year scenario. In, 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 in 25 years. So it's it's something that the club doesn't do quite often. Um, so we we have always got a plan, you know, with our club and we've been quite successful. And for, like I said, for, for 20 years, the club has has enjoyed a lot of success. And for us, success is not, yeah, we haven't, we haven't had the ultimate success by winning the Victorian, the NPL, the top tier NPL. That's what our, our, our goal is. As as anyone as anyone knows, and we were there for nine, ten years. We got to a semi final. We played finals football three times. Um, so we believe we've got the structures in place to be a, a a real dominant club. So we need someone to come in and and really help that grow again. Um, we and that's what we're looking someone to complement that. We want someone that's going to come in um, where we've got the the club in the senior department at this level in terms of its support, its structures and all that, we want someone to come in that really can take it to so the next level. So it's pushing in the same direction. It's all altogether. pushing in the same direction and that's what we're actually looking for. Absolutely. And obviously you touched on a little bit about the injuries that this team, has, yeah. the, the senior men's team has yeah. had throughout this year. How has that been like internally for the club? How has everyone coped with it? Obviously, you started really well uh, in yeah. the competition yeah. and injuries and things like that just yeah. haven't gone your way. Yeah. But how's the feeling around yeah. the club? Look, we've had injuries in the pre-season too. It's just been one of those years. Look, because of the size of the squad, we've been able to manage it. But what, what's that? You know, you, players get frustrated. Everyone gets frustrated. And it's not a good scenario, you know. Um, everyone's working very hard. To fix it, the players are working very hard. The commitment's there. They turn up. Injured players turn up. They get treatment. We've got the strength and conditioning coach. We've got the physios. We've got all those practices in place. It's just one of those things that happen. And you just got to remain positive, and that's that's where it's at, you know. And it's sometimes, yes, obviously we're all human beings, and you know, frustration does kick in um, because you know how good you can actually be, you know. And we we believe ourselves and this is not coming across as arrogant and probably 13 other teams will will disagree with me but we believe we're as good as anybody in this league and um, last year we proved that the year before when the season stopped you know we were flying high we've proven that um so we we're, we're very comfortable in our own skins in our own skin or what we can what we can deliver and obviously speaking last year finishing third in the competition Obviously, where where you are in the ta- where Pascal at the moment, we're in the table, not where you'd like to no. be. But do you think there's a massive gap from where you finished last year and where the team is at right now? Yeah, there there is the in the consistency um, on in our form. The consistency in our form is probably where it's at. You know, um, the identity. So at, at Paco for for many years, and football is cyclical. 
peculiar. The football is cyclical. It turns, you know. You've seen it with Liverpool and you've seen it with um, the biggest clubs in the world, you know. Um, Barcelona just went through a, a really tough moment and and Manchester United's gone. So we're not you – know, who are we? But football is cyclical, um, but we have a plan and our plan is to play a certain plan, brand of football. Our plan, our plan is to deliver a certain style for our members and we have a DNA, and our DNA has always been never to take a backward step. Um, and once that gets compromised, that's probably when I get a little bit frustrated myself. So our, our um, DNA is to never give a backward step, to, to move forward, 10th position or ninth, whatever we are at the moment. For me, that's not that's not acceptable for our club. It's not acceptable for our club, and, and that's... Not because I think I'm better than anyone else, because we're not. We're all in the same competition. But just like all the other 14 clubs have got ambitions to win leagues, that's what we are. We're not. We don't. We don't enter. We don't enter the NPL two to be there just to make up the numbers. That's not what we do, and that's not what we want to do, and that's not where we want to be. Now, no one set out the season to do that. We all believe we had a chance. We have a chance to win the league, and we still believe we have a chance to win the league. We're seven points away from. I think. Um, uh, second on the ladder, second or third on the ladder. You're only yeah. two wins, uh, two wins out of the out of first. Exactly, place. exactly. We've just got to turn that form around, and once we do that, no, we've got no problems. We've got some really good players in our squad. Um, we've got a really good culture. Um, you know, obviously, when you're winning, you know that sometimes that gets stretched a little bit. But we believe that the boys. I mean, I was there last night, and um, you know, they're there. They're ready to go, and they're and they're they're, they're ready to take on Preston this week. Uh, speaking of that Preston game, obviously a really big yeah. game of the NPL too. Yeah. Uh, we expect lots and lots of fans to yeah. to turn up and show out in a, a massive number of yeah. um, supporters. How excited are you as a club for yeah. that matchup? Look, it's great. And look, I will say this about Preston: I've got an extremely close relationship with their with their president David Svetkovsky, who I absolutely admire. Um, I think what him and Zach before him. Um, have done for that club. I mean, we talk about the the cycles of, of football. Um, they people have forgotten, you know. So people will now look at Preston and they'll say, "Oh, mate, look at that! The club's just on fire. They've got everything." But I think people have forgotten. Six, seven years ago, they were in the football wilderness, you know, and and they weren't getting a thousand people or fifteen hundred to a game, you know, and people like. The people that were there back then trying to keep the club alive, I've got absolute admiration for them because when you've got your whole community on your, on your back, it's very difficult. You know, it's a very difficult moment. And then they come in, Zach Gruevsky, who I used to play with at Paco back in the day, um, he he took over, he brought it to the next level and, and now David's just, just running with it. And you see some of the things they do, it's unbelievable. And for me, apart from it's great for us this weekend because – it's a big game, you know. It's a big local derby. Yeah. You know, a lot of players that have played with us have played with them, or they'll say a lot of players that have played for them came to us. <laughs> um, you know, um, some some legend of the game. So we've got a really good relationship with them. I have got absolutely nothing but admiration for for that club, and um, I can't wait to see him on Friday night. A few friends give a few 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 hugs and cuddles. Uh, with the good people down there, and hopefully we pick up the three points. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I think that's something we will love about the NPL too. Just uh, the level of competition is always so high, and it's continuing to get mm. better in NPL too. But mm. to have these kinds of derbies between Preston and, and Paco, mm. looking forward to that. Now, I want to ask you, Lou, 
obviously there's lots of things going on around the club, yeah. developments with the ground and things like yeah, that. Yeah. Is there any updates you can give uh, anybody? So, so, yeah, we have got a lot of exciting things. You know, sometimes when things don't go well, you start to really get down on yourself. But we have got some really exciting things happening at the club. So we've got the development of Hoskin Reserve, which, you know, if you come to Hoskin, you drive in, it looks a little bit tired on the outside of the football field and the car park and when you walked in, we had a shipping container as you saw it and all those little things. You know, we've over the years, over the last five to, to seven years, the club's spent in excess of about $400,000 in upgrading the pavilion on our own. Um, so that, that's been pretty pretty exciting for us. But we've had already um, project number one getting started at the moment at Hoskin Reserve. We're, we're fixing the entrance, the walk-in, the walk-in entrance of... Um, of the reserve, so when you walk in, it's going to be beautified, it's going to be modernised. We've added an extra storeroom, an extra cool room area for for our um, for our, our, our cafe. Um, so that's going to really really lift the place up. Then on top of that, the two fields, which is one on the inside, which is going to be a hybrid field, um, both international size grounds, and then we've got one. On the outside, which is called, we call it the North Field, which was an old footy oval, is now going to be made into a full proper rectangular um, soccer field, f- football, f- our football field, uh, with new only real football. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. But um, I think we had a bit of um, a bit of uh, resistance towards that. But um, yeah, so that's going to have new lights, uh, another another high level ground. You know, the grounds are all going to have a two hundred and fifty mil sand profile, which means that the drainage of the grounds are at a high level. So that means our kids can play on there more without it getting muddy. We can train there a lot often because at the moment when the ground gets a little bit muddy, we send them to other reserves and sometimes what that does is it creates a bit of a disconnect, you know. So we're really excited about the the pavilion upgrades. We've We've bought, you know, aluminium seats, but we've bought the six... Six tiered seating, uh, um, six times 50, 50 people tiered seating. So it's three hundred seats we bought that we're going to put on one side of the ground with some shade, with some with some shade um, sails on top of it to really make it into a little boutique um, pavilion. We've got a gym designed, a gym area designed that where you know that's that's the next stage. What they've also done so the tenders closes on the grounds next week. It'll go out to um, to a panel. They'll they'll put their preferred tender. Council will then sign it off. Then at the end, towards towards probably July August, we'll get off the ground, um, and then they'll start building the ground. Hopefully, to lay all the turf by December to then to then uh, grow to then germinate um, by um, by March next year. Back on the ground with high state of the art. New, new grounds. Uh, there's that. There's also the car park that is going to be um, renewed. The lighting in the car park is going to be renewed. We've got another area that looks pretty drab and dreary, which is where the, where the old cricket nets were, so to speak. That's now going to become an active recreation zone, which is going to have like one of those... Um, those, what was that show called with the gym where they do the gym? Um, oh, like a jungle gym? Yeah, no, yeah, something like that. It's going to be a bit of that, half-court basketball. Oh, nice, court. yeah. Yeah, monkey bars. The full rec centre. full rec centre. It's going to have a, a barbecue area. So there's going to be new walk paths around there. They're going to plant an extra 90 trees. It's going to be, you know, the entrance to the place is going to be rectified. So the place is going to be totally transformed, which is exactly what we need.
Absolutely. And, and does the club have a timeline of when they would like to have this all completed by or, or are we just kind well, of seeing it as it goes about? No, 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 no. So so the the extension to the pavilion is getting done at the moment. So it's all been dug up, knocked down. We've been blocked off a certain part of the pavilion there. Um, the As I said, the, the, the tenders have gone out for the, for the grounds, um, for the fields. Um, that's the fencing, it's the lighting, all that type of stuff. Um, that the tender closes on Tuesday. Once it gets awarded, hopefully in in June, then the start, it'll start by. We believe that the whole reserve should be finished by the end of of twenty twenty four, early twenty five. However, what happens for us in terms of the grounds, the fields, the 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 new extension to the pavilion? The lighting, that should be all done by next season. Fantastic. Yeah. And for the, the team and stuff like that, is there any way for the fans to help in getting involved or anything like that for lo- local, just to, to bring the morale up, is there anything for the fans to do? Yeah, look, look, morale is is, 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 is not it's not dire straits at the club. No, no, absolutely don't get me not. wrong. You know, like I said, we're a couple of wins away from, from getting back into the pavilion. But we just like the fans to get down and really support Support the boys, you know, because over the years they've provided them some great moments. You know, they've provided them some un- unbelievable moments. And what you can do at the moment is, is support the, the players, you know, because the players, you know, they carry the responsibility and the burden on their shoulders. We go there, we, 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 we work hard to, to put them on the park. People come and pay to watch and play. And, you know, they feel that burden, you know. Um, but all we've done for the last week and a half is we've just tried to give them real lift um, just try to get some positive positive messaging around the place, and that's that's where we're going. So we just want our supporters to get down there, support the boys. It's a big occasion for the club on on Friday night. You know, Preston's coming down. Um, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a really good atmosphere, and the boys just need everyone there to support them and and get behind the team. Absolutely, it's going to be an absolutely amazing game. So mm. everyone should definitely get down there because it is. I think a lot of people don't realise NPL two is actually where it's all the competition really is. I think it's a lot of a lot of fun NPL two. Well, we've been we've been we were in NPL one for a very long time, and I'm I'm not going to say here that NPL two is a better standard than NPL one. It's you know, but the, the drama is real in NPL. But the drama is real, and and you know you've got you've got actually a lot of great clubs in there. Like there there's not one club there where I think, well, that's not a good club, you know. They're all a lot of great clubs. And you just go through, you know, you got Preston, you know, who who an ex NSL um team, you know. You got Brunswick to Venice who've got a lot of history, another friend of friend of ours, Brunswick to Venice, you know, you've got Eastern Lions who've just come yeah. who, who have a really good success story recently, who've, you know, have gotten up in, you know, Normie and they've just got a great culture down there, you know. And then you've got you've got people like Lang Warren who who just you know, made an investment in a yeah. in a big name coach. You know, and it's so all these things are happening. The grounds are all all in good condition. The facilities are, are pretty good. You know, you got Kingston, who who another you know NPL one club. You know, these are clubs that have got a lot of history. Um, they know what it takes to win games. They know how to handle these moments. And it's a really really great competitive league. It, it certainly is, and I think that's something that we all love as spectators of the game and things like that. What we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break here and then after the break we're going to talk about some of the other teams involved at Pascal because sure. obviously it is a big club with lots of great players all sure. around. So we'll be right back after this very short break. No problems.